0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: And welcome. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the voter, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information, and find out if indeed Mike the Mariner is once again underwater. Uh, last we checked mm-hmm. in with him, he was bailing out water of uh, I don't know Lake Sanford. What what's the name of that lake where you yeah. have your vessel there? Uh, well, Mike? it's uh, yeah, it's uh, it's
2: Lake Monroe, but the it's lake really lake the St. North. John's River. Yeah. Got it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Ian came in there did a number on him. And then we had this tropical uh, storm come in uh last week and uh, it hit us here in Central Florida again. It was much milder, a category 1 for us in Central Florida. Now you may mm-hmm. have heard the people out there on the East Coast and we wish them the best. There's been a lot of beach erosion and, and problems along the coast, but you know, inland it hasn't been too bad. We just got a lot of rain, a little bit of, you know, wind and that kind of thing. However, when you're already saturated like we've been in central Florida, in particular, people were a little bit on edge and uh, Mike was one of the first per- people I you know reached out to uh, after the storm to find out how it affected him because I knew he was already you know pretty much underwater where his boat was so what is the latest Mike
2: well, so the, the interesting thing was when uh, when Ion, after Ion passed through and we had epic rainfall totals that uh, brought the river from uh, like its mean level all the way up to almost nine feet uh, oh. at flood stage. Flood stage is five feet. Okay. So think about that. So water was all, all the way into downtown Sanford. The, the Civic Center had water in it. Um, and the entire uh, Seminole Boulevard, which is the road that goes down the lake for three or four miles, was completely underwater
1: the lake got bigger so, right into downtown sanford which is not oh, ideal absolutely. for the right. local businesses and residences uh, if you're mm-hmm. a boater i mean heck, i guess you got more real estate to work with but that's but not be the fair, thing yeah
3: patrick to be fair downtown sanford was due for a cleaning
2: so. well there's <laughs> it depends on how you uh, look yeah. at it exactly got it
3: hey, got it got to make lemonade you know right well so
2: if, 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 if well for any of our listeners that know sanford the the uh, marina island uh the entire parking lot was under two feet of water. So that is as high as anybody has ever seen it in recorded history. So is that where the Holiday Inn and Wolfies and all that? Right, exactly. Yeah. And if you know the pizza place, which my my dock is right behind the pizza place, um, that mm. that entire that entire um, parking lot was under two feet of water. Now, over the course of several weeks, the water has gone down about three feet. Okay. So think about that for a second.
1: All right, but it's still Over above flood stage, since
2: ion, right? Still above flood stage. Mm-hmm. All okay. these weeks later, yeah. then we get hit 43 days later by another hurricane, Nicole, right? And uh, thank goodness this storm had a lot more dry air in it, and it was more wind than rain. But the projections are the the water will probably come up. Uh, about another foot so it's gone down three feet it's probably going to come back up one foot and then it it will be christmas before uh, the river is at its normal level again
1: wow so it takes uh, a little time for it to filter through the river and affect your uh, particular area so you're still in that process where the water's coming in and rising just a tad even though it's been i don't know four days or five days since the storm came through
2: Yes, it's risen about six inches in the past twenty four hours. Wow, Patrick, what do
3: you think? Yeah.
2: Well, everything that Mike is, that Sanford
3: is experiencing right now, and again, uh, our condolences to uh, the city of Sanford because apparently, according to Mike, the only pizza parlor that they have. Um, is uh, out of business right now and that's that's certainly a sad
2: No, day. they're open. See? Oh, okay. They are actually open and I, oh, available he's, he's a, he's for pickup by friend, water. He's a friend yeah. of mine and I want people to buy his pieces.
3: Yeah, they deliver
4: by <laughs> he boat. Is up and running. If they need to. <laughs> Whatever it That's takes. why he's staying on his boat tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there you go. But again, yeah.
3: Only one pizza parlor in the city of Sanford. Okay. Or At least only one that Mike recommends. But everything that Sanford's experiencing right now, this is all, you know, days later affecting Rusty You know, up in Jacksonville as St. John's flows Mm. north. So and Rusty's been having to deal with uh, a lot of issues at uh, his dealership, Jacksonville Marine on Doctors Lake.
1: Really? So I haven't talked Uh, to him. Have you talked to him, Patrick? uh, He hasn't had
3: time to talk. Right. Uh, He has been sending out messages in bottles Mm.
4: because they are Mm. they are flooded. Wow, um, uh, if you if you track the storm, there was a lot more damage along the east coast yeah. up to Daytona and Jacksonville compared to other places because that was the strong side of the storm, so it just beat it yeah. up pretty bad.
2: Mm. Well, here here's the other thing I, and I was having a conversation with a, a friend of mine the other day about this and uh, he's on the west coast of Florida and he said, "Well, you know, it's only going to be a category 1." And I said, "Well, okay. But look at the wind field. The wind field is 350 miles wide. When this right. thing comes ashore in southeast Florida, Jacksonville will be getting tropical storm force winds. Think about that. Mm-hmm. That, that it, This was a gargantuan storm. So you can't look at the, 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 the category of the storm. You really have to look at what its impacts are going to be based on the size and, and overall strength. It really devastated. There are buildings in in the Daytona area, several condo buildings that are condemned.
1: Yeah. Well, Any it's the beach erosion, building. yes, that uh, uh, yeah. pounded the coast, and after Ian, that it it's probably already you know weakened, and then it came in and just took a bunch of sand away. And I mean, even down there by uh, Barry, at Lauderdale by the Sea, they lost uh, a pier or a good chunk of uh, the commercial pier there at Lauderdale-by-the-Sea. So uh, a lot of damage has uh, has happened that probably the national media uh, or a lot of people across right. the country don't realize how how ugly it has been along the coast from Daytona yeah, all the way fort- down, really.
2: Yeah, exactly. My, my marina is 40 miles inland as the crow flies between Cape Canaveral and, and, and where we are, and uh, this storm uh, created – Significant damage. There, there are docks at the uh, the end of Sea Dock where I am. There are finger docks that are uh, wrecked. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we had to move boats today uh, away from those uh, areas because the uh, the boats slammed into the docks. Uh, the docks twisted almost 90 degrees, and they're impassable. So it's 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 uh, very unsafe to even board your vessel. So they had to move. They're, they're moving boats as we speak yeah. just to uh, move them to safer areas. So when they're the storm was
1: heading our way, Mike, did you uh did you take any special precautions other than what you had done before Ian? Xanax. Uh what, well, <laughs> <laughs> Xanax. no. no Extra uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so when when uh when Ian was on its way, uh the, the week before Ian hit, we knew it was coming our way. I I knew that the water would rise uh so much that i would need to move out so i i proactively picked another slip that a friend of mine uh, that is currently doing the great loop so he's gone um was open so i called him and i said hey i'm taking your slip for a few weeks so i moved my boat out from under the the covered area yeah and um i will say this when before ian hit i moved the boat forward in the slip and i double lined everything and i added extra spring lines and it wasn't enough because we had 60 mile an hour sixty five mile an hour winds hitting the bow of the boat, and my lines stretched uh, almost three and a half feet, and wow. the stern of my boat hit the dock hmm. so I, I didn't spring it forward enough so I, so this time I springed it even further forward and added even more lines and uh, we were fine for uh, for Nicole well, there uh, you no go. damage no, no, no issues Patrick. I just
3: to I just want to point out that we were talking about preparing for Ian. I said triple lines. I just want to point that out. Nobody ever listens to me. I said triple
4: lines.
1: But we were th- we thought he was talking about cocaine, so we didn't really yeah, know yeah. what the well, heck he well, was uh, a, blurting out at the Patrick time. Did Patrick
4: say something? Well, I wasn't listening. And, and, and no, the, limi- Mike, the limitation, Mike, Mike the limitation great, there is the... Hmm?
1: Yeah, the, the limitation is what, Mike? Go ahead. What?
2: Well, well I have a limitation there because um, my lines are fairly large and my cleats can't accommodate three lines. So... Hmm. double is all i can
1: do all right more cleats he needs more cleats and then he can get more lines but the good news is he survived nicole uh you know evidently better than ian but uh you know we'll see how it progresses as time goes on more coming up on the world of boating you're listening to the world of boating radio network
0: Welcome aboard, I will be your captain, you'll be my scallywags, I don't know what that means, but you will be them, and here's how we play. Thank you for your attention, and welcome aboard.
1: Let's go. This is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounded out the crew. All oh, right, so, a scallywag. who's a scally? Oh, geez, oh. come on, Barry. we're all scallywags. Oh, I like being a scallywag. Okay, all right, he's a little rambunctious uh, <laughs> today. A little, uh, a little today. pirate. Uh, yeah. pa- uh, uh you know Captain Patrick may not be as uh a pirate friendly I don't know are you Patrick what's going on uh, with you
3: I am not but okay. I did want to uh touch on something that Mike had mentioned and kind of get uh probably Mike's take on what he does Barry probably not so much with his boat but certainly certainly Mike uh when you are let me put it this way when you open up a bag a new package of dock lines how do you prep them?
2: When when I get new dock lines, I usually uh, put them out on the dock and I uh, I, I wet them and, and stretch them as much as I can.
3: So just like setting up a guitar, new strings, mm-hmm. we're going to stretch them gonna, out. Yeah, we're going to yep. stretch them and then bring them back.
4: Well, you know. I also whip the ends of my lines because what they do? What they like,
3: ever do to you? Just, oh, by, so by, just,
4: by, mm-hmm. just by, just by, just by, eating cool them up with a user. match, Honestly, whipping your lines. Yeah. Lives. But once you whip them, man, they never come apart again. Wow. And hey, you whip them talking. good.
2: You're this getting going canceled. Down. This is going you're down. You're getting this canceled, you? We don't want to go down. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Let's not talk about whipping.
1: That's yeah, a different show. There'll be enough of that. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so I don't know, just, but, but they, you're, you're saying they should wet the lines to make sure they're stretchy and stuff. Is that what you're getting at, Patrick?
3: Well, yeah, so in the uh, case of, you know, there is an approaching storm and you start to, oh, man, I got to double up or triple up my lines. And you, if you were actually able to run out to the store where you got that bag of lines that's been sitting in your boat. Oh, those are rotted. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) You know, be aware. I mean, just like with anchor lines, you know, especially if you're taking delivery of a new boat is really taking that thing out, doing exactly what Mike said, which is wetting it, or in the case of, you know, an anchor, if you've got anchor and uh, chain road, getting it out, deploying it. Uh, I've done it at the factory where I've actually gone and hooked those up to the tractor um, and then used that to 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 stretch mm-hmm. uh, out and then be able to, uh, you know, with it
4: properly wet it and everything like that. Yeah. So you use a tractor to. to he said wow. tractor. I thought he's mowing the lawn, but now I realize he's using the tractor to move the boat. Okay. Mm. <laughs> so, Be aware so, that so,
3: you know in that instance,
4: you if you've got new lines like that,
3: the importance of making sure that they are properly prepped. There's nothing wrong with using them right out of the bag, but in the case of a storm or something like that, they're going to stretch a lot if you haven't done the proper prep with them. Well,
4: yeah, that's, that's, that's that's what they. That's what they teach us in diving uh, when we wear a BC. Greg can attest to this, that you're supposed to wet your BC beforehand because the strap strap that holds the tank will stretch a little bit. Right. Now, he didn't
1: say how he wets it, Patrick, so let's just leave that line. (laughs) But uh, regardless, I think we understand what's going on. Is there any better way than using a tractor to, like, stretch your lines (laughs) like that when you get a fresh, uh, you know... Bag of lines or something? Do you, I mean, yeah. what do they suggest for that, Patrick? Uh, t- you should know. get
3: Get a friend and meet him in the parking lot. Tug of war. T- yeah. Tug of war. Yeah, yeah but yeah, you, would exactly. need a, you
4: would need a real pickup truck, right, Patrick? <laughs> mm.
3: so, yeah oh, just yeah, quiet. No, the, the, the Honda Ridgeline element doesn't count. Yeah. 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 But, um, I mean,
1: do they even recommend yeah. that with new lines, like to stretch them like that before you put them into use? Or you should, I didn't know that was a thing. They do? But is there I, a particular, I mean, honest. It, uh, is there a real good technique in order to uh, stretch your lines when you get a new leave set? Leave
3: tied to your cleats as you try to leave your slip. That's an yeah, excellent that'd... way to stretch new dock lines.
1: Oh uh, yeah. righty.
3: I just hope they <laughs> <Sounds> hold. <good. laughs> uh, don't do but, that.
2: Don't do that. But, no. But, okay. But, but to Patrick's point, that is the lesson I learned because uh, when, when, when Ian was approaching i thought i was prepared i moved the boat about four feet forward in the slip and i double lined the uh the hip cleat uh with with a spring and then i also had an extra spring on the forward cleat because of the the the, the piling that was out there but um when i did that all the lines were dry and uh Ah. you know then i then, then i left right and you know uh, I get a call the next day. My best friend's up there. He goes, "Hey, your boat's hitting the dock. I reset your lines for you." And uh, I, I was shocked because that they, they they literally stretched about three and a half feet. That that's how far yeah. you and 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 when you soak a line and stretch it, that uh-huh. kind of binds all those fibers and they don't contract again. And that's the step I missed.
1: Okay, so just throw them in a that's bucket, the let them get good and soaked. Uh, when you get into a fresh set of lines, mm-hmm. maybe. And then, uh, before yeah, and then, you use then, them the first and then time. It. Yeah, and yep. then stretch it. And then stretch it as well, as as good as you can. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. Now,
3: mm-hmm. Mike, I got to ask, uh, on an emotional level, because, it, you know, when uh, when Ian uh, hit, we had stories about people who were determined to ride out the storm on their boat. Uh, Unfortunately, with Nicole, we had same stories, one out of Fort Pierce, where these This couple was Mm -hmm. on a uh, sailboat and the sailboat broke free. And then the mast broke off because the boat got pinned under a bridge by fire rescue actually showed up in the middle of tropical storm. They're trying to get them off the boat, up onto the bridge. Uh, The force of the winds took the boat, shoved Mm -hmm. it under the bridge, eventually grounded on a sandbar and they had to go out. And I guess they didn't have to, but they did. They went out and rescued these people. What are the emotions? I mean, from everybody that you, boat with and and Mm -hmm. are docked amongst there on lake george what what is the driving factor that i'm not leaving my boat i'm gonna ride this thing out is it bravado is it fear? is it
2: what is it no 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 well I'll, i'll say we're in a different situation than than those that have boats on the coast You know uh, we're not in titusville we're not in Cocoa. we're not in in fort pierce or any of those places where you're getting direct storm impacts actually there were a lot of little boards in our marina that did stay on their boats and i will say this that it would have been through several hurricanes now um in this area it is a good hurricane hole it is it is relative there were no nobody's lives were in danger um we're we're an inland marina. We're very far inland, um, so tr- for me, I, I have not stayed on the boat during a hurricane. But I've been on that boat at night or late afternoon when some of these Florida thunderstorms that produce 70 mile bursts of wind hit on, on a regular basis, and it's and it's really no issue. Um, but I, I think um, if you're on the coast and and you have the added element of uh, storm surge, which we don't have on Lake Monroe. Um, that Those are all things. Nobody should be staying on a boat on the coast.
1: Um, what happened to those folks on the sailboat exactly, Patrick? Fill us in.
2: Uh,
3: they eventually were washed up on an island. They found a bunch of other uh, survivors.
2: Uh, and they are now wow. communicating
3: to us with uh, radio coconuts. coconuts.
1: Wilson! He walked right into that.
2: They put a smiley face and coconuts on the beach,
1: right? Of
3: course they
2: did.
1: <laughs> Professor, there was an address. Oh. <laughs> All right. Three hour tour the yeah. whole thing. Got it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We got more coming up on the world of boating. Stay close. This just got serious.
0: Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com.
1: Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter.
0: Successfully navigated the Sea of Commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by World of your internet portal for the boating enthusiast.
3: Hi, guys.
2: Y'all look great. It's so good to see y'all. Likewise. Welcome to Hilton Head Island. It's Woo! absolutely beautiful. Awesome. It it's so amazing. And so I figured what better way to see the island than on a boat. Yeah!
1: So you guys, come on, the boat. This is the World of Boating uh, Bachelor in Paradise, by the way, wrapping it up. They're towards the end of their uh, you know, love of making and matchmaking and all that kind of stuff. I'll tell you, they ought to take them out on a boat, because they don't seem to be having very uh, good luck there on the island. I think it's in Mexico. They ought to take them out on a boat, and they'd all get along, and there'd be no drama. As soon as there is any uh, drama, they'd just kick them off the boat, make them walk the plank, uh, and then they have a much better show. Actually, that's kind of like the new love boat, I think. I could what, be what wrong. Happened? I don't know.
3: What happened but. to you, Greg? Was what you it, it the... That- was it the heart issue? Was it that fake vomiting on the beach for the video? No, well, I'm just trying to keep that, our that, passengers that, that, informed that, that on the latest reality TV. So that you, that you made this turn towards and, yeah.
1: Unreal TV. It's not and and Unreal. It's reality true. TV. No the new love much, boat. No, they got the new no love no, boat, Patrick. Come on. I know you're a fan. No don't lie how to much me. You talk about this.
3: We are never joining your cult. I'm folks. the
1: only one willing to talk the truth when it comes to these shows. <laughs> All of the other guys just won't admit that they watch it religiously. And uh, see, I, and I share this stuff. So, so if you you know you're not really uh, up to speed on it, you can be up to speed as a uh, fellow boater and boating enthusiast and fan. Greg, of those Greg type is of kind shows. enough
4: to share that with us. Right, Thank you. You're
3: Greg. welcome.
1: Yeah. I do it hey, so um, you don't have to.
3: Okay, thanks. Got got a lot of other things that we want to talk about moving on from mm-hmm. uh, Mike's and the high level of water that is yeah. inundated. Moving on from Stanford. Mike's misfortune.
1: And <laughs> we have other no news. more
3: hurricane talk. Yeah. No more tropical storm talk until We're done. Season hurricane season begins. November 30th. days. So um, we got a 14-day respite before uh, we start talking about hurricane season again. Okay. Okay. Uh, like it so some things that i uh, just want to mention we're really not going to talk about but want to make our listeners aware of uh to go to the world of boating facebook page and like us and check out these stories i promise you will not be deluged during the day with just a bunch of it's kind of some fun stuff some industry stuff so if you want to stay hip and what's happening unlike greg check us out be a friend or certainly check out world so did you guys see this uh down from new zealand uh, there is a tr- great video taken from the helm, looking out at the bow of this boat, when this mako shark, a fair-sized mako shark at that, lands on top of the bow of this boat. And, <laughs> nice. You know, at that point, what do you do?
4: You run for your lives and jump off the boat. Be- <laughs> what? <laughs> no, 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 no. If there's one mako shark, there's going to be more than one.
3: You're you're just at this point hoping, hoping this thing finds its way off of your boat because there's no way you're going out i don't care how much you're, you're a fan of wildlife or sharks and friends of you're not going anywhere near this thing because it is going to kill you mm. uh, and eventually it did find its way off of the boat back into the water mm. so that story is there along with that uh
2: somewhat terrifying mm. video I'll bet um, the shark was just as surprised as the people were well,
1: I'm oh i'm sure yeah. yeah how big was the mako <laughs> do we know how big the mako was because they can get pretty uh like like twelve uh, foot or bigger.
3: I, I'd say I'd say he was at least 10, 12 feet, based yeah, on yeah, I do uh, what I saw. Uh, let's wait. He was so big he came up on the bow of that boat, and that bow of that boat, um, you could he see dropped. a noticeable shift.
4: Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah.
3: And he was not happy. So, yeah. uh, plans for a new two hundred million dollar royal yacht have been scrapped, which is uh, a kind of hate to see that, but also kind of good news because the royal family really didn't ask for a new yacht or anything Wait, like that they scrapped my yacht uh, well, they never even started building it oh so, okay mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of uh, some good news, bad news, I guess. plus with all the Russian uh, yachts out there that are being uh, you know kind of taken, uh, you would think that they'd be able to find one that hey let's just use this one and rename it this, well what, work for what was
1: the reason why are they not getting it? uh because uh, with the uh, turmoil.
3: Uh, if you will, within the uh, the British uh, legislature, there, uh, <laughs> this was something that was approved by Boris Johnson. However, the royal and it was going to be uh, named after the Duke of Edinburgh, who of course has passed. Uh, but from the royal family itself, it's like hey, we really don't have any comment because we didn't ask for one. So if this isn't anything that we asked that the government for them to do the previous which uh was used extensively by uh queen elizabeth and and her family traveled the world you know kind of goodwill missions and raised the stature of you know supposedly the england and the monarchy and you know so on and so forth but had 18 that, guns on it too th- that one was hmm. old um so old that they they referred to the nautical miles that it had steamed um, <laughs> okay. so, you know, <laughs> raise the sails, I captain. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so um, that that is not moving forward at, at, as far as we know. Uh, in industry news, want to make everybody aware that the Fort Myers, Fort Myers, of course, was uh, almost pretty much ground zero there for Ian. Uh, the Fort Myers Boat Show has been rescheduled for January fifth through the eighth. And if you're looking to go to a boat show and you're looking to come to Florida, specifically the southwest coast, make it a point to drop in and uh, check out the show as they are continuing to recover uh, and rebuild down in that area. Uh, they've checked out the venue site. They deem that, you know, everything is going to be in place and they're good to go. So they could certainly use the uh, the financial impact of the the uh, local economy there. So, if there was any boat show that you were going to check out um, in advance of Miami in February, it would be the Fort Myers Boat Show. So, right. make, make put it on your calendar, uh, check it out. There'll be lots of stuff there. Um, other news financially: uh, the U.S. Department of Commerce Bureau of Economics Analysis huh, released the twenty twenty one economic data that showed outdoor recreation. As a whole, generated how much money? Barry, go.
4: Outdoor nationwide covers right? covers everything that yes. we do outdoors. Okay. Yep. Nationwide, uh, thirty billion dollars. Mike, way too low.
2: Uh, I'm going to say one hundred and fifty billion dollars.
1: Greg, uh, I'm going to go two hundred. Bill, oh,
2: you guys are so
4: low. Yeah. Really? You want to go with half really? a trillion? Half a trillion. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Wait, no, 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 no. One more round. I'm one open more up round. T-shirt. Greg right, goes
1: right. first this time. Half Mike? a trillion. I'm going half a trillion. Mike. That's not a number. What? A 500 billion. That's half a trillion. Hello. Right, that's a number. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Six- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to do the it's quick math algorithm. for Patrick. <laughs> I apologize. 600- <laughs> <I'm> just-
2: <laughs> Mike,
4: what do you 600- got? 650 billion. And I will go six hundred and billion more. one cent, one dollar. Oh, okay. Barry, Barry's going to be the, the the winner there because he went. Uh, I know how to play this over. game. Yep.
3: <laughs> Eight hundred and
1: sixty-two billion. Wow! <laughs> how, is that up from wow. last year so or the we, year before, so or what come. do we know, Patrick?
3: Okay, so this is the it's that is the economic output, and which supports right. four point five million jobs
1: understood this but is, is that up from last year or, uh, uh, or lower dirt, 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 it's a question dirt. just ain't get to it well, what is it just stick with your your half a <laughs> trillion all right uh this is the
3: <laughs> fifth consecutive year that they've released the government data uh so 862 billion in economic impact it's 1.9% of the gdp 4.5 million jobs and uh some other insights there that uh, we've seen record growth camping and boating over the past couple years millions of people enjoying RVs and boats blah 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 so that story is there as well and if you want to research it further and prepare a class report for Greg um, you can do so and then contact him
1: so uh, Patrick doesn't know (laughs) but we'll give him the commercial break to find out if the uh, percentage is higher which I assume it is and we'll get that for you next on the World of Boating stay close
0: Listening to the World of Boating
1: Radio Network.
0: have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast.
2: The word ship is hidden inside the word leadership as its derivation.
3: So, If this office is in fact a ship, as its leader, I am the captain. But we're
1: all in the same boat. Aye, aye, captain.
0: Captain, please, can you see my fire? Message in a bottle, starboard side.
1: This is the world of boating. Gregor first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the boater, Mike the mariner, rounding out the crew. All right, so uh, we uh, you know looked up some stuff on Google, and uh, hopefully we know that the uh, the money generated from outdoor activities for the last year i'm assuming are up do we know the percentage patrick
3: uh 972% and okay. i just want to say that we we got we are now in a war with mike
1: mike war with is mike. firmly
3: mike is firmly entrenched on he, he mike believes that hiking as an outdoor uh, activity recreation yeah. generates more money than boating so no, man. no, no, I did, did not, not say, say that. that. All right, well, before we not. get into that argument,
1: before we get into I that argument, we promised to give him <laughs> the percentage. More expensive than voting. <laughs> okay, we, before we get into that though, what is, is is it a an uptick in the numbers, Patrick? Do it, we have it, the difference? I don't
2: have
3: the numbers, Greg, but I would expect that it is an uptick. Okay, uptick. But here here's what we have from the NMMA for 2021. Yeah. Total recreation marine expenditures. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now we're, 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 we're diving down in, we're digging in, we're pulling out this raw data reached a high of $56.7 billion in 2021. New power boat sales totaled 218,868 units, the second highest unit total in the last 14 years. Here's the big one.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Pre-owned boat sales. Mm-hmm. How many units removed pre-owned boat sales?
4: Barry? Uh, 200 million boats. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I well, have new no idea. Well, you boats said how many new ones were sold was 200 right? 218,000 new power boats. Oh, 218,000. Okay, so I figure 200,000 used.
1: Okay, Mike?
2: I, I, I'd say three times. So, uh, I call it... Uh, 900,000.
1: Okay. And I, my guess is Goodness. a crap load. So, okay. One yeah, million. Crap load. <laughs> One, million One million. boats.
3: Nice. One million. That was for the second time in 14 years that they've hit that number. Yeah. So, uh, you know, things continue to be strong mm. on the boating end, and our impact is awesome. So be aware for our friends out there listening, your voice on. Things such as regulations, rules, things that they're trying to enact, possibly restrict in some areas. Your voice carries a lot of weight financially. Don't hesitate to use it, but use it for Mm -hmm. the power of good. Don't go to the dark side and be a hiker like Mike.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hiking. Uh, let's get uh, just for the record. Hiking does generate a lot of income for oh the shoe God. manufacturers. Yes, Greg. Yes, and Greg. sandals, sandals, and sticks—the sticks, the sticks that they have on the trails. You know,
2: well, they, well, they, don't, they don't do a lot of boating in the Appalachian Mountains. but well, they do a lot of hiking in the Appalachian Mountains. They, and they, they will in twenty-five
1: years. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Greg.
1: Yes, Barry. Go. Do,
4: do you re? Do you remember many years ago? For one of the Christmas parties, we came up there, and I brought hardtack yeah. and grog.
1: Right. So I had what, blocked what, that out until you just mentioned it, but now oh, it's coming well, back. Mike yeah. wanted to
4: know what hardtack was. Can uh-huh. you describe it to him? Well, now I want to know what grog is.
1: Yeah. Wh- why are you bringing this up? Because this is what you <laughs> think he should take on his next trail uh, hike or something? Or well, yeah. yeah. Well, he was talking. We were
4: talking about you know uh, uh, people from years ago. Uh, when they would walk these trails and they would okay. have to eat hardtack. Uh, okay, drink, that's know, I'm whatever. just
1: connecting yeah. dots because I'm like, where where did this come from? Okay, so uh, yeah, hardtack is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a, trying to chew on a brick of, yes. uh, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, like old bread or something. Like really hard okay. bread. And grog sounds
3: just wonderful. Oh, hey. Grog he- is heavily fermented mead
1: mead oh, no. it, yeah. is not,
4: it is not at all it's um uh what you ever have a mojito
1: no grog is what uh, people oh, yeah. call no, no, me no, no. when they've Let's... had too much to drink hey grog oh, that, what's going
4: on hey, hey i groggy. love you man Old grog have you yeah. ever had a mojito of yeah. course okay a mojito has mint a grog does not it's basically rum water uh simple syrup and lemon yeah or oh. lime. Okay. lime
2: juice so it doesn't really taste that good actually so it's but. a less interesting mojito which is why they okay. call it grog, right?
1: Okay, it, Which, it was
2: the way to get. <laughs> it was the way the to marketing. Get some people are really missing out on. Well, that the, the grog no.
1: is it's old school stuff. <laughs> it's, it's, old it's all school, pirate uh, stuff.
2: Boating,
4: yep. yeah, yeah. They Not originally pirate, called it Greg,
2: but they yeah, replacing
3: the E for the O. Uh-huh.
1: Right. Uh huh. Right. So I don't know why we brought this up, but whatever. I it don't is. know
3: either. I was on industry
1: news. Boat drinks. Yeah. Okay. We Boat could use drinks. one after this conversation. Yeah.
3: Last bit of industry news. Uh, it was announced this week. ZF Marine of ZF Transmissions. They have unveiled for the first time ever. Drum roll, please. No. Nope. A pod drive system. Hey. Oh my God. Welcome 2005. <laughs> Way to go, guys. Um Jeez, man! However, there is
2: no more expensive system in the world to
3: <laughs> Oh, <for> oh, that. <laughs> oh no! Oh, you wait! You see what's coming, my friend? <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> I what? can't talk about it on the industry right because I've been sworn to secrecy on some of these uh, projects coming out of our R and D. And there are much more expensive systems.
1: But like Pod Drive uh, really? Plus.
3: Yeah, Greg, Pod Drive Plus. Uh, that's, that's what they're okay, calling it. Okay,
1: so you're not a big fan of this, is what uh, well, you're alluding to.
3: Here, here's the thing. Their 4600 Pod is designed for boats with planing or semi-displacement hulls from 80 to 130 feet. Uh, it's compatible with all OEM engines up to 1,700 horsepower at a maximum of 2,450 RPM. Um, For me... I kind of like the uh, jet drive systems, I think, in boats that size versus pods.
2: Hmm. Why? Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you. I, I'm a big fan uh, of Hinkley's. I think mm-hmm. they're just beautifully designed, and they really, really nailed it when they went that direction with the yep. propulsion systems because they that those boats are so versatile, and they can go so many places, and uh, th- those jet drives are Actually fairly simple. Yeah.
1: You know, they're, they're not moving very parts, complicated right? designs. Yeah.
2: Very few moving parts. And then, you know, of course, I'm old school. I like a shaft with a prop and a rudder. Um, just very few moving parts. So, but, yeah, what's uh, your
1: deal, Patrick? Are you a fan of the shaft or, or you like the pod or what? <laughs> 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 It's so funny. It's a question. That's not where I was going
3: with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I was wait. I was counting down because I knew it would be Greg.
1: I knew it would be. you're you're a twin screw kind of guy, right? Uh, simple I've question. Minutes
4: of this is
2: their
1: left. Simple question. Well, simple answer. We've we'll
3: got
2: about six minutes. And
3: then yeah, this will be over. But why don't you like
1: the pods, honestly, uh, Patrick? Please explain. Uh, it, it's
3: it, it's not that I don't like the pods. It's that everything that's been okay. Uh Volvo Penta on the recreation market really set this in 2005. and everybody's been playing catch up since then. Mercruiser with the Zeus uh pod drive system, other pods that have come out. So they're late to they're, the party.
1: A little late. They're, they're, oh, they're, they're,
3: they're a little late. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They're they're pretty late. And largely what Mike and I were were really kind of alluding to is there's still recreational application for pod drives. There are going to be some people that are just you know inboard diesel and they want pod drives, whether it's the area that they boat in or the type of boating that they do they don't want outboards um, All right. well, it's per-
1: personal preference you're not a pod person. I get it. yeah no, uh, that makes sense. He doesn't like the he just likes the more traditional approach uh, no, with the what I'm
3: saying is. It's already been done, and the industry has kind of moved on. Okay. To the next thing. Not a and pod
1: person. Got it. Okay. On that note, <laughs> we're gonna have to wrap it up because we're out of time. Till next time, remember whether it is uh, sail or motor, life,
2: life, is, life better is better as, as a motor. motor.
1: Safe boating, everyone.
0: voted exclusively to the boating lifestyle TtFN Tata
1: for now the opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts callers and guests.